1: Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Rich, a show about living your best life. Happy New Year, everybody, first of all, before we go any further. So a new year, and to me that means a new year, a new you. So topics become extra important at this time of year. It's like everybody takes a gym membership and wants to get fit. Well, let's consider this mental fitness Um, So Straight Talk with Sandra Reach is always a show about how can you live your best life, best relationships, uh, best nutrition, um, best dynamics in your family, raising kids. And today, um, such an important topic because it covers all of those areas except for maybe nutrition, but it covers everything else, which is conflicts. And conflict coming off the holidays is such a huge topic because when you think about conflict and you think about holidays... Sadly, they go together. You're together with people a lot of days in a house, Christmas dinner, New Year's. It sounds so romantic and nice and beautiful, but conflicts happen. So today we're going to talk about how do you deal with conflict, whether conflict is a bad thing. Hint, it's not. Um, Whether conflict in your marriage means you're in trouble. Hint, no. Actually, no conflict in your marriage means you're in trouble, but we'll talk about that. And um, for this, important episode. Who else could I invite? But the fabulous, brilliant counselor, Melissa Hinley. Welcome oh. back to Straight Talk with Sandra Rich. You are a quite um in demand mm-hmm. counselor who deals with relationships and conflict all the time. So I know you actually, to be fair, yeah. were well, you were the person who said to me, You want to do this topic on I the do. show. I do. So welcome back first of all and tell us why you wanted to do it.
2: Thank you. Yeah, I'm, i I love talking about this because I think that it's a lot of uh, you know, it comes in my office a lot of of uh, what is, how do we get through conflict? And actually, it's one of my favorite topics to hear you talk about because really? it is. Oh, I didn't know this. Yes. And you I'm introduced so you introduced a, a huge turn, which I hope we get into today, but a, a different side of conflict that... Um, that helped me change my life so I
1: Really I, Oh my god well you have to start with that mm-hmm. what
2: what was the thing i introduced well, just, and how did it change your life well, I'm just, so excited Well just the, the the biggest piece in the conflict is that it's easy for me to get into the blaming mode. Right. And so the biggest piece and what you always talk about is what is your role?
1: What is your role? In
2: this conflict. So I hope we get into talking Uh, about that. We are, I guarantee it. Because that's one of my favorite things to talk about,
1: uh, hearing you talk about. Okay, well, thank you. And thank you for bringing that up. And I I can feel, I feel very excited and honored Mm -hmm. to be here with you because um, just bringing that up reminds me how many things there are to talk about conflict. So first of all, if you're listening to the show, you can call in at 1-866-472-577 so conflict, um, looking at your role is what you brought up. So I think I'm going to start on that and we'll, I'll shoot you some questions on that as well. So first, actually, before we get to that, is conflict inevitable? Mm. Like in close relationship, is it like, do we have to have conflict or do good people not have conflicts?
2: Because yeah. some people think that. Yeah, that's a really good question. And uh, I, in my experience, I think conflict is really it can be really healthy. And I think that's what it's normal when two people have different ideas, different values, different uh, feelings, different uh, backgrounds, right, different childhoods, that it's normal in any relationship that there's going to be some disagreement, there's going to be some sort of conflict that comes up. And the problem is, is that no one teaches us this, No, no, no one sits down and says, Okay, this is how you deal with conflict, especially as children, they don't, you know, they don't, teach us this and it should be taught in schools but how do we observe like how do we learn this growing up
1: yeah well I think that it's so interesting because I am the parent of two children Mm -hmm. and um first of all I think a lot of us were brought up with the idea that you shouldn't have a fight in front of the kids right and so the only way we can learn to have a successful conflict is to actually observe our parents have a successful conflict which is Like, awkward, because if we're at Disney World, I was just at Disney World, if we're at Disney World and my husband and I are having a conflict, there is a discomfort to have that conflict in front of the kids. But by the same token, if they can see that, you know, there can be tension, we talk about it, Mm -hmm. and we resolve it, and there's a good feeling afterwards – what what do they get out of that in your opinion what do you think they get out of that
2: well once they see the whole evolution of it that there's discomfort comf- there's, there's you're talking it through and then there's a resolution after it they learn that first both feelings are important and it's important to say something and they see the repair that happens at the end of it because If we look at the opposite effect, right, what would be the opposite effect if this didn't turn out where there was a repair? What message would that be sending to the kid?
1: Well, if there's no repair, it means that conflict is horrible and dangerous Mm -hmm. and scary. Mm -hmm. Marriage might end over it. Mm -hmm. Or if there's never a conflict, but they sense there's tension because there is tension that comes up. Then they figure they have to bury their feelings of anger, which is interesting in our field because buried feeling sorry can't speak new year Mm -hmm. new you new Sandra Um, buried feelings of anger result in what Melissa Henley anxiety yeah that's where we our work comes in so I I don't know about you but I personally do feel it when I'm pushing down my anger going "Oh, I don't want to ruin the day I start to get like an anxious feeling in my body because anger needs to be released right okay so we want the message to our kids to be that it's okay to have a conflict many of us did not grow up with that I my parents, for example, spoke another language and they did not teach us language. Mm. So we knew where they were fighting, but we had no idea what they were saying. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, I just didn't know if conflict was okay. And I have to admit, because I've always tried to be honest on the show, and I'm curious about you too, that I still feel very uncomfortable. I think most people do when there's a conflict. I don't like it. No, as soon as we
2: create tension or anxiety in somebody else, especially when, when, like you said, as growing up, if we learned that um, our emotions create conflict, because what you said is that you've always talked about this, but that children tend to be narcissistic, right? Yes. So You oh, really do listen to what I, I, do, I say. I love it. I do. Love I love it. You inspire me so much. Oh,
3: you're
1: so nice.
2: So if, oh
1: my God. Thank if, you. if
2: children tend to take things, so if we see two parents arguing um, and there's no resolution, there's no repair, then children start to take that very personally. And so again that teaches children not to that it's their fault that something that they did is is what's causing the, the right. argument right good and point so, and so what you're saying is that when you don't see that conflict and when you don't get that resolution it's easy for us to take it really personally and like in my my family too that you know my parents of growing up didn't really argument didn't really have any arguments that they had a couple of
1: oh really i was wondering about that
2: yeah, they had a couple, uh, I can maybe name off the top of my, like with the with the fingers in my hands, how many times they had arguments, but, you know, and, and that teaches me that conflict is not okay. So the question that you bring up, you know, most people don't enjoy conflict and arguing arguments because we don't want to create more anxiety in somebody else
1: too. Right. Okay. So it's normal. What we have so far is it's normal to feel uncomfortable yes. during conflict Now, you brought up something that, yes, I do feel very strongly about. Um, I live by it. Sometimes I think I may even overlive by it uh, because you can overdo it, Mm -hmm. which is, and I think it's the first strategy I want to mention here is that when I'm really angry at someone, like a few minutes after the feeling has exploded in my body, Mm -hmm. I force myself to not only look at my role, but look at their point of view, what could be their point of view, what's going on for them. Yeah. However, it has helped me enormously in my life because, you see, the thing is, I remember Jill Bolt Taylor, who's mm. a very famous neuroscientist. I don't know if you know her story. She mm. had a stroke. Mm. She was, Time Magazine's one of the most important people of the year a few years ago. She had a stroke. She was a neuroscientist studying strokes, wow. and she had a stroke. Wow. Wow. She came back from that with incredible research. And what she showed is that anger only lives in your body for about 72 seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you stay angry, it's because you're telling the story over and over again to yourself, mm-hmm. which is victimizing yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So you otherwise the anger just flows through your body and it's over. Mm-hmm. So if you're still angry, so if you're listening right now, and you're still angry about something somebody did to you like five years ago. Mm-hmm. That's an act of choice. Yeah. You're doing something to prolong it yes Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. so we are definitely wanting to take the moment to feel the anger and then maybe look at what could be my part of this dance which Mm -hmm. is what you like Mm -hmm. what's my part of this dance and how could I maybe be coming across to the other person so if I call you up and I'm upset with you Mm -hmm. and I say well I'm upset you didn't do this this and this and you said you were going to do this and this and you you get very volatile with me yeah I have to go it would it would look like this I'd go wow, I really don't feel good about what happened. Okay, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Do you think Do you think I came across a little too harsh? I might have, there could have been a softer way of saying that. Mm-hmm. And maybe Melissa's feeling right now that she's not appreciated for all the good things she does. And that would make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So I might come back for round two and say, you know, I just want you to know, I love the, like the work you do and the things you do. Mm-hmm. it's just this one thing. Mm-hmm. I do need you to address it. Mm-hmm or something like that. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, that makes sense. And I think that's what I try to teach
2: to my, with uh, in my work because, um, and that's something I had to learn too. But when, when we hold on to like sometimes we get caught, so caught up in our experience of anger and, and how we've been hurt. Like, let's say if I lash out in your example, it's it's sometimes we uh, hold on so much on, I can't believe Melissa did that. I can't believe she lashed out at me. And then you might lash out at me and then it becomes this big conflict. Right? Yes. And so we're both, yes. frig, we're both our, yes. triggering each other. Yes, look at you, so brilliant. And so what I really liked about what you said was that, you know, in in that dialogue where then you question, you know, what was my role? It's like you're acknowledging that both experiences, not that one is right or wrong, because especially that's what I see all the time uh, in in uh, in conflict is trying to prove who's right and wrong. And yeah. And so what you did in that example was you just honored both experiences, like my experience and your experience, as both as um, both. You're just holding space for both, not saying one was right or one was wrong you just so beautifully
1: saying. said holding space for it i love
2: that yeah just holding space for both and to see okay why why did she have this reaction and you know, did i have a role in it and what is my part that i can do not to ignore my feelings because that's very important but to hold to to see what's going on and then you can use that to say you know what um I, I, I like it sounds like you got triggered or got upset with that is that is that your experience of what happened you can even throw it back to me and well,
1: see. but you're a remarkable person because you heard the concept and you took it yeah. in and you liked it yeah. a lot of people don't like it no. when I teach it to them because they no. don't want to take responsibility and when we come back from the break we're going to talk about how your entire life can change um, if you take responsibility everything in your life will change if yeah. you take responsibility yeah. we'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Rich.
4: life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
3: Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spa, M-U-N-A-R-I.com.
0: Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reish, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life.
5: Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary Anxiety Videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever.
4: A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health &
0: Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reish. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's one 472 5792 You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reisch.
1: Well, I must say, I am so excited to be back on the radio today. And um, this topic is getting me all tingly because I think that conflict is such a normal part of life and I do want to, you know, play a little game on this segment of the different ways people deal with conflict because yes. I have to say. Um- and this is the opposite of taking responsibly what people do by avoiding conflict leads yeah. to way more conflict in your life. So I definitely want to talk about that. But before yeah. that, I want to thank our sponsor, which makes this show possible spominary. Mm-hmm. And if you are in the Montreal area and you want to get a massage, you've just had a conflict with someone you need to, that's another thing to do, isn't it? To go okay. chill out, time out, time out. That's another thing is in, they study in bodies, especially in men's body, mm-hmm. physiologically speaking, when you are flooded is the, term mm-hmm. when you're very angry your neocortex your thinking brain no longer works you're in your limbic system mm-hmm. your old archaic part of your brain fight or flight you're going to kill someone you know these are all the people on the street about to kill someone or i was just at the shopping center everyone's <laughs> about to kill everyone so <laughs> you need to take some time out a good thing to do is call up spuminary and if you mention straight talk with sandreish you get 15% off so if you're in the montreal area 15146955040 Uh, I'm going to start the segment on do you agree with me that if you're upset with someone yeah. and they want to avoid the topic and dismiss it like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. That's one of the ways we can talk about the different ways people deal with it. Mm-hmm. Does that make you, because that makes me like go from three on 10 to, to a 10, 10 on 10. 10. What about you?
2: <laughs> the same thing. Because if let's move on, let's, let's, move, on, on. let's yeah. move on, which what message when you do that to me, what message are you indirectly sending to me?
1: Um, that you're being ridiculous Okay. and um, I don't want to hear your feelings because yeah. your feelings make me uncomfortable.
2: Yeah. Which then I'll react as if my feelings don't matter and as if you don't care. So you're saying the, you're saying the right things. You're saying, I'm sorry. You're saying, okay, okay, I got it. You're saying, like your words are okay, but the the problem is, is that what's your body language doing? And oh, yeah. and the shortness of it is again uh, sending me a message. That right. I don't matter, and that's why we both of us would react to ten on ten because now we're getting triggered. Oh, now I'm really
1: triggered. Yeah, as I'm as really if, triggered.
2: <laughs> I don't matter.
1: Right. Right. And then I call that also the drive-by. Sorry, you ever hear the drive-by? <laughs> sorry. Like I yeah. couples, I see I t- see this in my couples all the time in the office. Yeah. You know, they have a fight. They tell their husband or they tell their wife, I'm really upset about. It. Like, oh, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Let's move along now. Yeah. You know, I don't know why I put an English accent <laughs> on there. But it really is but, like that. The drive by. Sorry. And that also doesn't work. And I find it's a mistake on the person who's angry to accept the drive by. Sorry. Yeah. Don't accept it. No, don't I accept don't accept it. it. Yeah. I'm tough like that, though. Yeah, I will not accept it. Because if you do it.
2: accept it, you're, again, sending a message that it's okay to treat me like this. Right.
1: right. So that's one
2: way we do so it. So what do them. you
1: do, though? If the person is like,
2: yeah.
1: you know, you're upset with me and I go, okay, Melissa, I got it. I'm sorry. What, what are you supposed to do? Well, I would start by validating your feelings.
2: I always start by that. So why do you think validation is important? To start with validating. Brilliant
1: question. Feelings. So you mean if... You're the person who's getting in trouble. You start by validating the other person's feelings. So
2: like, let's say you were saying, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, And then I felt upset by that. So So how do I start? Because if I go right away for, if I go right away in terms of saying, well, you know, that's not okay with me. And then I react. What type of reaction am I going to ignite in you? If I. So what would you say? I need to know what you would say. I would validate you. So I'd be like. I understand that you're 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 saying that you apologize. Oh, okay, that's what you mean. Right? Okay. Yeah. So I would validate what you're saying.
1: Right. I understand first. you're saying you're sorry. Yeah. But for me, mm-hmm. I'm not really feeling a lot of emotion in that sorry.
2: Yeah. And so and I'm not feeling understood. Yeah. So you're saying sorry. I understand that you you feel like you mean you're sorry and you're saying it, but for me, it's not it's not enough for me. Okay. Right. That well, I'm
1: feeling triggered. By with a lot of people at that point, though, Melissa, mm-hmm. they don't know what you want, so they're like, Well, that's what, what? You have to ask, yeah. So want. then that's the next step
2: because I see the this a goes, lot.
1: Then they make, What do you want from my life? I said, Sorry, yeah. That's I, I see that a lot too, I know.
2: And I and that's what I said is that a, a lot of times in my clients, we get into this trap of mind reading, you know, he or she should know, yeah, what I need, yeah, he, should, he or she should know what, what in those conflicts, like what what he should or she should do. Right. And that gets really messy too. So I always say to try and ask for what you want. So okay. in that in that sense. Let's
1: continue with this example. I love it. Yeah. So I so. was like, what do you want? Like, I don't understand. I said I was sorry. I'm mm-hmm. sorry you don't feel it, but that's mm-hmm. the best I got, Melissa. hmm So, Again, I would
2: start by validating. I understand that you feel like that's the best that you got. But for me, I'm feeling really triggered. And what I need from you is a discussion or whatever we were arguing about. What I need from you is for you to be able to hear me. And pay and show that I matter to you and that this is important by having this conversation so that we can resolve it. And that's the repair.
1: Right. So this is also and I can see where this could turn into a part two show because then that's so beautifully stated. And in a good relationship, the person at that point will soften and do it. But sometimes people will still be triggered and go, Okay, so you want me to tweeze everywhere You want okay, really? Here we go again. Right. (laughs) And that's where now This is not today's show, but Mm -hmm. this is we've done shows on this before and we'll do it again where you might need to take a boundary, put a boundary and say, you know what, this isn't working for me Mm -hmm. when you're ready to have a talk with me. Give me a call yeah. type of thing and walk away from it. Right.
2: Yeah. I love that. And that's what wh- wh- every time you talked about that, that, it, that it in, inspired me to, to think of it like putting it in your parking lot. Right. Like I said that before on a different show is that you're, you're putting this argument or as if you're parking your car, you're leaving it in the parking lot, but you're going to return to it. That's the most important part to and Yeah. Uh, nicely said. When when you say that, okay, right now you're upset. I'm upset. This is not going anywhere. I'm gonna take an hour to myself, and when you're ready to talk, please let me know. But the thing is, don't you agree that the person then, because sometimes you can say that, but then the person never comes back. Well, hold on, it depends,
1: okay, it depends. Okay, let's 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 make that clear. Yeah. So if somebody is feeling flooded in an argument and no longer can participate in the conversation, it is a really good skill, this is a couple therapy skill, mm. to say, I am feeling flooded right now, I'm gonna to need to take a break, I will be back in 10 minutes. Mm. It is on that person to 100% to come back in 10 minutes, or this is very, very not okay. However, in this example where I was being dismissive of of you and saying, well, what do you want from my life? It's really you at that point who's gonna say, you know what, you're being dismissed, but you don't have to come back. You're asking the other person to come back when they're ready to be respectful to you. And until then, you're basically going, and as I would say, going and playing with your marbles by yourself. Because you can't, Mm -hmm. see, okay, early in my earlier years in life, Again, I hate conflict. So Mm -hmm. when it wouldn't go well, I wouldn't go and play with my marbles. I would continue on with the day with the person. Let's say it was my then boyfriend, now husband, let's just say. And so we'd continue on because I wanted to have a nice day with him. Yeah. But that was disastrous. That does not work. Why? Because deep down inside, you're still quite upset. And plus, you've just taught somebody without realizing it, that it's okay to disrespect you. And the one thing that's not okay in any relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's romantic, whether it's colleagues, whether it's work, whether it's childhood parents, most important thing I can say on this show is respect is not negotiable. Mm-hmm. Respect is not negotiable. So I can't, even though I didn't want to have a conflict, darn it, I didn't want to have a conflict. Mm-hmm. If you're being disrespectful, we're in now mm-hmm. because until we can have a respectful discussion, both of us. Yeah. And that's another thing. A lot of our clients, we share clients, we talk a lot about we have a lot of clients in common and I know you teach your clients this too. Mm-hmm. Isn't a conflict? Is it okay to swear at someone and belittle someone? Mm-hmm. No, no. Not okay. No. Right? No, not okay.
2: Yeah, because then that's the the main thing that you're saying is when we're doing that, we're not respecting the person. So we could be angry, and we can then, keep
1: saying we're very upset. Yeah,
2: we're very upset, and that's valid. Our, our feelings are feelings, and they're very they're they're valid because they're ours. But to belittle someone or to say name call or swearing,
1: swearing, it's it's not okay. Eye rolling. Yeah. Did you know? And I, I think you do know this because I I t- I've talked about this recently that eye rolling mm-hmm. is a predictor of divorce. Mm. A very high. Predictor of divorce, Mm -hmm. scientifically proven. And the reason for that is that when you roll your eyes at someone, you're basically saying, "You disgust me." Mm -hmm. That's the subtext. And you mentioned before, body language is much stronger than words. I'm sorry, Sandra. I'm sorry, Melissa. Mm -hmm. With a body language that doesn't show any sorry. I'm going to believe your body versus your words. Of course, but that's human nature. Yeah important points. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that means that people need to learn skills on how to validate because yeah. the other reason people get, the other problem is people don't always get belittling. Sometimes they get very defensive yeah. and the reason they're getting defensive and you know who you are and, and it's normal because we all at heart want to feel like we're okay and we don't want to feel that we messed up. The reason we're getting defensive mm-hmm. is because um, we're worried that we're being blamed. Yeah. And that's another piece of the puzzle is that It's not about blame, is it?
2: No, no. Do you want
1: to say a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, I think it's not, we get a reaction that, like you said, we might get really defensive. And it's just because, again, when we're hearing criticism, sometimes, again, it's hard to hear what the other person is saying. And then we could get really triggered. And at that point, when we get defensive, we're not really hearing what the person's saying. We're we're just hearing a subcontext message of like, for example, I'm not good enough. And so then that could be triggering and then I can respond in defensiveness or anger to, to because it's hard to hear what the person's saying. So that's why I love the validation piece because a lot of people feel like if I validate them, it means that I'm agreeing with them. And that's not true at all. The reason why I always start off with validation is because I want them to hear what I'm going to say next. We all want to be heard. And so even if I'm upset, to say, look, I see you're getting defensive, and just even that validation piece can be enough to to start the diffusing. process. You think
1: that saying, "I want to make sure I get this," so saying, "I see you're getting defensive," mm-hmm. is validating. Yes, you Bec- do. Yes. Oh, I'm. This I find interesting. I'm not sure I would find that validating. No. Yeah. I want
2: to know. Well, because you're you're seeing you're seeing um, what they're what they're doing. You're seeing their point of view. You're saying, look, I see that you're defensive. But my feelings are important, too, and I feel disrespectful right now. So that's the piece that I'm saying. You're holding both experiences together. You're holding their experience, and you're still holding on to yours and putting a boundary and making sure that your point is being heard. But in my experience, seeing that as uh, validation just means that I see what you're doing. I see I see how you're responding to my comment, but it's still not okay.
1: Right. How, how do you see it? Well, for me, I mean, I guess we're all different. If somebody said to me, I see I, I see you're being defensive, that would feel like an attack. So I think yeah. it would be like, uh, my validation might be like, I th- based on the way you're responding, I think that you feel that I'm saying you're a bad friend, a bad yeah. husband. Mm-hmm. But I really, that is not what I'm saying. Yeah. I, but I do need you to hear my feelings. Yes. Okay, because defensiveness is another predictor, by the way, of divorce. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's one of the four four predictors. We can talk about that when we come back from the break. Mm -hmm. But I think that that's another skill which I was complimenting you on. You're very young. And you already have this mm-hmm. skill set. Now, that takes something called ego strength mm-hmm. that you have. And, and that's the sign of a strong person, by mm-hmm. the way, mm-hmm. is if you're a really strong person, yeah. someone can say something to you that they're upset with you. And you could just literally say to yourself, this isn't about me. Yeah. So I, I can deal with this because yeah. you have to take yourself out of the equation to be able to hear someone's anger. Yeah, that's a very important tip, I yeah. think.
2: It, it, I think I love that. I love that piece.
1: Okay, we're going to take a <laughs> break. When we come back, I'm going definitely talk about an amazing group coming up that um melissa's gonna be running i keep forgetting to mention it, and i definitely want to mention it um and we'll also continue to talk about some strategies you can do to take responsibility and look at the other person's side of the story that will help you change all your relationships mm-hmm. for a great 2018 we'll be right back
4: your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
5: Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach isn't it time you chose yourself visit anxiety-videos.com right now that's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever
3: spa munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of west island quebec submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments specially catered to your needs We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at Spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or Spamunari.com
0: join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing, regain that loving feeling, bring your intimacy to a new level, and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reish. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reish.
1: We are back on straight talk with Sandra region. Every time I do a radio show with Melissa, I want to mention her groups that she does that are so amazing. And I always forget. So I'm not going to do that. It's a new year. It's a new me. I'm not going to be forgetful. People always ask me about you. I hear raves about you all the time. You are starting the year with a bang. You're running an anxiety group. I'm sure conflict's going to come up in that anxiety group. Can you talk a little bit about the group and tell us when it's going to run?
2: Yeah, so we're starting it on February 5th, and it's going to be four weeks. And uh, we're tackling anxiety through different aspects. So one is going to be mindfulness techniques. Uh, Again, conflict resolution, because I love how you said at the beginning, when you're not expressing your anger, it's going to turn into a symptom, and we start to feel the anxiety symptoms, like maybe a pit in our stomach or a mm. tightness in our chest. So we're definitely going to learn how to be a, uh, express ourselves and learn assertiveness skills. Oh, uh, good. Definitely wow. when we're in crisis, like when this conflict uh, or the anxiety gets into like a, a crisis state. And crisis means different for everyone. So it just means when it's like a high stressful period of what to do to help. Um, like when you said your fight or flight kicks in, what mm. to do to really ground ourselves and come back into to, to, to not have that reaction. So that's yeah, great. There's a lot of techniques. Okay. What I like about it is very skills-based.
1: Oh, yeah, we love skills-based. So yeah. uh, you said it's running as of February 5th
2: so that's the Monday and okay okay for for a week
1: if people want more information about it Mm -hmm. uh, should they give you a call or how yeah
2: they could go to the website at www.helpforanxietydepression.com or or they can call 514-777-4530 and uh, there's definitely more information that we can
1: uh, provide well that's pretty exciting and I finally remembered to mention your group yay okay so moving along I mean this topic I have to again thank you for bringing it up we're getting a lot of nice feedback mm-hmm. um, on Facebook we're getting nice responses we're getting a lot of text saying how people are enjoying this topic because I think we all have trouble with conflict and I don't like conflict, so I understand that. So we started off with this idea of taking responsibility, and I want to like tweak it a little bit and go into that, uh, because I've tried to refine it over the years. And again, I don't recommend you do this when you're first in your first stage of anger, because actually that would be a disservice to yourself, Mm -hmm. because it's not my job to argue your case when I'm in anger. However let's take a marriage Mm -hmm. or a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so you, you had a situation over the holidays. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you did. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I did. Mm -hmm. I know I did. Mm -hmm. Um, and your partner upset you or something happened and you feel angry. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you try to do your conflict resolution. Hope, and if it goes well, that's great. But yeah. sometimes there's there's time that passes until things are resolved. Yeah. So you're sitting in your bed and you're churning and you're yeah. angry and you're feeling anxious. It's yeah. an awful feeling. Yeah. So step one, in my opinion, and I would put this out there, is to validate yourself. Because yeah. don't validate someone else before you validate yourself. No. Right.
2: Because then that would that would be sending a message that you're not important, and we'd right. be putting somebody else's feelings ahead of ours. Which is codependency.
1: Yeah. Our next show. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, okay. <laughs> so. So I'm validating myself, and that would sound like what? What would I be saying to myself, Melissa? So um, I would
2: definitely identify what emotion you're feeling because I always say you can't fix a roof that's leaking if you don't know it's leaking. So you know you're upset, but if you don't identify why, you're, like what the emotion is, either it's uh, hurt, uh, anger... Um, mm-hmm. Sadness. If you're not identifying those, how can you communicate them? A to whoever you're in an argument with, and B, how do we fix something if we don't know what we're working with? Okay. So one is to, for me, that would be labeling. What about you? How would? You no, I think them?
1: that's exactly right. I would feel the emotion, and then what we have to be careful about is it's almost like people go two different ways. One yeah. way is they go like, "Yeah, that was horrible," mm-hmm. and that's very dangerous. And and the other way is um, kind of. Like dismissing your emotion and going, well, I shouldn't be so sensitive. Yeah, And that's very dangerous too. Yeah, very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the validation would sound like it's understandable that this hurt my feelings. Yeah. It's understandable that I'm upset about yeah. this and, and I, I'm here for you.
2: And I like how, I love how you say that because we don't want to go into then feeling I'm upset and then start to ruminate and have all these critical thoughts as if he or she doesn't care about me and they don't love me or they're doing this, you know, we make interpretations Yeah. and we start to mind and then that gets really messy. So I love how you said, you know, that, that I'm here for you. These are my feelings and it's understandable why I would feel this way.
1: Yeah. So, but I like what you're saying too, because that's part of my step too. So step one is I understand why I'm feeling this way and I'm here for you. That really is me not getting weird on myself, but it's almost like um, we teach clients all the time that part of the job is to there's a child inside of us and there's a parent inside of us and we need to parent ourselves sometimes. So when a child is scared, you don't say get over it. Mm -hmm. At least we hope you don't. We say we understand it. Tell me more what's going on. And it's understandable that you'd be afraid. We don't feed the fear. No. And we don't make up a story and say, You're right, there's monsters everywhere. Yeah. But I think
2: that would be very powerful, like for me that I've been taught that my feelings are not important. To me for me to say I'm here, like I'm that's what I'm like you said, I'm reparenting myself
1: to say, I'm I'm choosing me. I'm yeah. choosing these feelings. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So then then I step would go two. to step two. What so step, step two? two is now that I've you know, and sometimes I would journal this personally. Mm-hmm. I often do, especially if I'm really triggered. Yeah. And step two, and I teach my couples this, and they, they hate it, but they love it. They come back to my retreats for this one, um, is can you argue your partner's case? Mm. That's a really hard exercise to do. Can you argue their case? But it's it's kind of a fun one to do when you think about it. Is How could you or if not your partner, your friend or your colleague, could you argue their case? like you think of something like someone cut you off in traffic even could you argue their case like imagine a scenario where Mm -hmm. they were like had to get to the hospital or something could you argue the case from Mm -hmm. the other person's point of view which definitely starts to bring the emotions down doesn't take away from your feelings no but it's it's to be careful Mm -hmm. about the story and when you said that the reason I gave you I loved when you said that is that the story Mm
4: -hmm.
1: this is one of my newest revelations Mm -hmm. is the story is your wound Mm. the story is your wound and your wound is going to trying to mess with you it's going to say the person did this on purpose to hurt you Mm -hmm. and they don't care about you that's your wound talking Mm -hmm. and your inner child which is the part we want to nurture Mm -hmm. is just going to say this is what I need please can you get me this and getting this might be sitting down with your partner saying you know when you talk this way or when you're dismissive this way it feels really awful for me Mm -hmm. and sometimes even offering them the solution because sometimes they don't know say would you be able to blah 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 yeah. now women will say I shouldn't have to tell my partner that right do you hear that in your office yeah that's what we were saying before that, yeah like,
2: he, he or she should know what I need or want right? but that's that's off isn't it it's very off because they might not w- know what works for them right but that doesn't necessarily work for us
1: Yeah, as a matter of fact when you fall in love you tend mm-hmm. to fall in love with people with different attachment styles which is a whole other show so for example my husband is an avoidant attachment style mm-hmm. so what he would need during an argument would be to be left alone Space. so what do you think he does when I'm upset he leaves me alone which is the worst Worst. thing because I am not an avoidance so therefore to leave me alone is like devastating so I have to say like I need you to come talk to me I need a hug (laughs) right okay but you have to be able to ask for it you have
2: to ask for it and uh what i also loved about the point that you made was that to to look at the other person's perspective and that's kind of like what i do is i say okay right now i'm seeing it one way what's at least three other ways to see this
1: ooh, situation ooh, yeah so the henley approach three other ways three other ways three and i you do that three other ways okay could you please show ways. us how you do that so
2: what's an I example, like this. What's an example?
1: Uh, okay. i don't know was the last time you got upset with someone
2: Okay, so uh, so definitely uh, over the holidays, like you said, got into an argument with one of my best friends. Okay, that happens. And so uh, yes, got into an argument, and so I validated, like exactly the steps that you did, validated my feelings, but then said, is there three other ways that I can look at the situation? So one, I can see that she's definitely going through a hard time. She recently lost her brother; uh, he mm-hmm. he died, and so definitely recognizing it doesn't make it okay is just recognizing but she, you know, yeah, that she
1: might be more reactive and so on and so forth
2: yeah too that it's definitely um
1: is she listening to the show, by the way? Maybe. Okay. But
2: it's good. We resolved it. Yeah. and that, And definitely, we feel well, a lot she'll know, stronger. She'll know
1: the effort you put in. What was the second way? Yes,
2: definitely stronger. So, definitely, too, uh, when, well, we were at a party, so alcohol was involved. So, right? that was so two, two, that alcohol two, right? plays a role. Alcohol plays a role because that lowers our inhibition. Which is and true. makes us more sensitive and so more reactive. So, that's going to happen. And three, definitely that uh, there was um, definitely that. It was loud too at the place that we were, and and uh, and that she's going through her experience, and that at that time she couldn't hear what I had to say too. So I tried to give three explanations as to it doesn't mean that I say it's okay and and let go of the conversation, but at least I'm not getting as triggered. Like you said, you're diffusing the situation um, so that you can deal with it more in your rational mind instead of your emotions controlling the show.
1: I. I, this really is your thing, right? This three met three different ways to look at the situation. We have to coin this as the Hinley Manifesto or something. Like this is really good. This is your thing. Well, that's you what came I up with this. That's what three I things. Three you things. make yourself work hard. Three, thing. They're three things. They're very lucky but to have it is, you. But it
2: is. a concept that that has been there, right? Like you're like you're saying, trying to look at the other. Yeah, but I really like that. I really but like, I like that. The three other ways. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Also, like maybe it's one of my New Year's resolutions. Also, I put it out there, therefore, because we always teach what we need to learn the most. And I definitely think this is one of the things I'm really working on is that when we're upset with people, we're in judgment.
4: Mm-hmm. And
1: the thing is, none of us like to be judged. Mm-hmm. So I'm really trying to ask people and myself to work on judgment because judgment is negatively correlated with happiness the more you judge the less happy you are it's as simple as that yeah. and so you know when you're like he was so insensitive or she was so you're in judgment yeah okay and is that is that thought helpful no no that's another great strategy is yeah. this helpful is this going to make me happier and that's another great thing do i want to be right or do i want to be happy yeah Okay, so how do we navigate this? And I also do think that, you, and I'm, people are listening. I want to put this out there. you yeah. have to choose your battles. Yeah. I don't fight every fight that I'm upset about right. with my partner or with anyone else. Yeah. I fight the ones that are important to fight. Yeah. Well, this is another thing I say
2: to my. <laughs> What's that? I say is I say this with my boyfriend. Is this something he needs to hear, or is this something I need to say? Oh. Oh. Because if it's something he needs to hear, then then I say it. Like you said, the conflict. And and that's where we can start our the steps, like validate my feelings, then uh, express myself, then be able to ask for what I need, right? Yeah and come up with some sort of compromise. then and and if a boundary needs to be needed. Um, but or if it's something I just need to say, and it's not necessarily he needs to hear, like you said, pick your battles, then I can talk to other people. so I can journal it. I can, uh, vent with my friends I can use another outlet um, to to because it's just something I need to get off my chest or talk to somebody else
1: well that made me think we're mm-hmm. gonna take a break but when we come back we're gonna talk about things you should not say in conflict here's one uh, I spoke to a hundred friends and they all agree with me oh. those those kinds or of things. my
2: therapist says oh
1: oh <laughs> God very bad okay <laughs> we're gonna definitely there's so much more to talk about we'll be right back on straight Talk with Andnderish.
4: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice
0: America Health & Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reish, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com.
3: Bamunari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spa,
5: M-U-N-A-R-I.com change your life forever with the latest cutting edge products for home study treatment for anxiety featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach isn't it time you chose yourself visit anxiety-videos.com right now That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Your
4: life, your health, your network. Voice America Health and Wellness.
0: You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reish. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to straight talk. Here's Sandra Reisch.
1: We are back talking about conflict in this 2018 arguing how you deal with it i promised before the break we talk about like really short quickly because we have something else we want to talk about um just to wrap this all up but what are things you should not say during an argument why is it so bad to say well 10 of my friends i told 10 of my friends this story and they all thought you were wrong yeah what's wrong with that Why, Why is it so bad? Because it means absolutely nothing. I could tell a hundred of my friends and they think you're wrong. So it's, it's, it, it has no validity whatsoever. Yeah. And in my opinion, it's an extremely, and I do underline extremely weak arguments. Yeah. You shouldn't need other people to, you shouldn't, I, you feel it was hurtful and that's enough. You don't need hundred people to agree with you. And as a matter of fact, I consider it quite disrespectful to go discuss our business with a hundred other people. Mm-hmm. Plus, when you tell a story to people, you bias people. Yeah, yeah. That's you what bias say, people. That's their bias. Yeah, right? you tell the story. Well, you know, I was walking down the street and Melissa came out to me and she started, like, attacking me. You mm-hmm. don't tell the story objectively. No, so it's, you say your side. That's right. And there's two sides to every story. Always two sides. What else, Melissa, what other bad things should people not say during arguments that people say? Well, I think uh,
2: definitely when I said, like, well, I think that my therapist goes ties into that. Yeah. Like, because... Again, yes, the, the therapist. Yeah, is, that's a tough one too. Is a tough one, because yes, the therapist is biased, but using that as like ammo, like you said, because your feelings are valid, and you're using that as kind of a backup. Uh, but you don't need that. That your feelings are just as important, and and uh, the person's not talking to the therapist. The person's talking to you. <laughs> right?
1: So you know, it's a good segue to say that is mm-hmm. that. And I'm going to ask you in a minute, so think about this, why some people are better at this than others, and why people struggle, because really what we're talking about is the best thing to say, and a lot of top therapists in the world talk about, it, is when someone's upset, instead of trying to get away or dismiss it, to say, tell me more, you seem really upset, tell me more, why are you so upset? Now, most mm-hmm. people listening to that will say, that's the last thing I want, is to be heard, hear more, but that's actually the best thing you could say to someone, so even if you're, you know, at the local store and somebody gets upset with you, you know, you seem really upset, like, can you tell me more what what? Yeah. What did I do that upset you so much?
2: Yeah, it's it's trying to just be curious because yeah. we don't have all the information yet. All we know is they're upset, and if we react based on they're upset, now we're like we talked about before. Now we're both triggering each other. Hot potato back and forth. Hot potatoes. So now we're just trying to be curious about okay, what what about this is triggering? What about the other person? Why are they upset? Like, let's be a detective. Let's be curious.
1: So how come? You know, it's, it seems so logical, yeah. and it really does work. Yeah. And we spend our careers teaching people this yeah. stuff because it is very hard for people to do this. Yeah. So what determines whether someone can do this or someone cannot? Yeah. And, and uh, in DBT, which is
2: Dialectical Behavioral Therapy, they suggest that there's three different types of minds. So one, we have the rational mind, which is the really rational person
1: which is so, difficult during an argument which
2: is very difficult I, I've had an argument with a rational person and I can't because I'm very emotional well, emotion, <laughs> and emotions
1: are not rational by definition so no. that doesn't work no
2: it's like well don't be scared okay great thanks Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing to be scared of okay thanks haven't yeah. thought of that yeah. <laughs> and so do you, you know having we don't want to be at that end of the extreme where we're completely rational and not considering any emotions uh, and then we have the other side where we're very emotional so our emotional mind takes over mm-hmm. and so now our emotions are running the show we're not thinking we're not making proper decisions we're not acting uh logical so that's why sometimes it's hard for people to really take a step back because now either they're flooded and now anxious and now reacting uh they're more reactive versus taking a step back and, and saying okay how do I want to handle the situation in a calm way in an assertive way right
1: so I'm still I still want to know how does someone learn it.
2: Well, definitely the, the, if, if you're feeling flooded, right? Like this is the same techniques for anxiety, right? If, right. You're, if you're feeling right. really flooded and as soon as your body will tell you, as soon as you get that oh, reaction, right? Like there's, there's your body sending you a signal to say, whoa, something's off, right? And, and usually, and in my experience in the past, I didn't take the time to figure out what, what that reaction was. I just automatically lashed out and react. And yelled so how'd you learn so definitely the definitely learning the anxiety techniques like if i know that i'm a reactive person and if i know i'm gonna lash out definitely need to learn how to take a step back so whether that's doing any breathing whether that's checking um, in with myself that's
1: why you're running an anxiety group
2: that's why I'm 100 an so it's a skill it's a skill and again we didn't no one taught us
1: this no it's like going to it's like asking yourself to be a bodybuilder without like lifting a weight yeah i love you that analogy you have to learn how to do it and it, it takes a certain amount of steadiness to put yourself aside, take yourself aside. A person's getting really mad at you. We have an advantage because as therapists, yeah. we have to know how to do this because clients do come in sometimes and say, yeah. I'm really angry at you. Yeah. And yeah. we're not allowed to like start like dancing with them, no. d- dancing an argument. So no. we got to be able to, I mean, I know there's therapists who like blow this because even therapists have trouble with this, yeah. but it's really like you said, you do your mindfulness exercises. Like I take a deep breath, mm-hmm. I literally do the same breathing I teach people in my office and it works. It works. It works. Okay. So it's, you know, really, if somebody wants to strengthen that muscle, they could take a group, they could take a therapy Mm -hmm. session. Um, Another thing I think they could do that we could add to the equation is to remind themselves that people's feelings are not really that much about you. Yeah, I've often on this show told this story, and I'm going to tell it again. Mm-hmm. I tell it almost at every workshop I ever give.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I have a very good friend of mine. I don't know if you know the story. I think I you don't do. Know. I do. Yeah, yeah. I have a very good friend of mine. She actually now works for the center. Mm-hmm. And uh, she called me a few years ago, and she there was a message on my answering machine. There's a point to the story. Um, and she said on my machine there was my message. She said, "I just want it left me a message. Saying, I just want to warn you, Sandra. You sound really down on your message." So. I think you should change your message machine and so I heard the message and I you know okay Mm -hmm. and about a week later she called back and she goes oh I'm so glad you changed the message you sound so much better
2: you didn't change it I
1: didn't change (laughs) the message so that is a great metaphor she loves that story too Mm -hmm. that's a great metaphor is that people's feelings say more about them than it does about you Mm -hmm. so isn't that something we can use when someone's upset that it's not about me no it's I may have reminded them of something, but yeah. it's not really, it's not fully about me.
2: It's not, because now you become a projection of past figures. That's right. So that's a good way to not take it so personally, I think. Yeah, I think that's a really good way of detaching a bit, just to see if you're emotional, like like me, to just take a few, it only takes a couple seconds to create a space uh, out of my short fuse than I had in the past, but it only takes a second just all we need is a second just to create some sort of space for me to detach myself so I can look at it and then introduce my more rational side to the situation but both are important your emotions and your rational side absolutely emotions
1: are always valid let's not forget that always 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 because
2: they might be upset but it's also my responsibility of how I respond to them
1: you're amazing mm-hmm. Melissa Henley. you really are you're amazing. you're amazing you really are and I learned from I, and had this discussion I learned so much too mm-hmm. so I want to thank you so much for coming back on Straight Talk I am sure people are going to want to reach you how do they find you
2: yeah so you can call 514-777-4530 and uh, if you're interested, like I said, there's that website of www.helpforanxietydepression.com.
1: It's all the time we have today. So thank you so much for coming on Straight Talk, Melissa. Thank you. Um, I'd also like to thank again Spaminary. Uh, for helping to make this show possible and especially a big thanks to all our listeners to listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reach week after week it is so appreciated and you're starting to write comments we love that thank yeah. you and I love the ideas for shows and we're doing them all so I'd like to invite you all to come back next week and if you're interested in our retreats or therapy or anything that was mentioned on this show you can check out helpforanxietydepression.com you can also go on straighttalksandarich.com and add forward slash radio gifts to receive all sorts of of free gifts from some of my guests that come on the show and also check out the Facebook page Straight Talk Sandra Reese um, as well, you can leave a question there for Melissa or myself, and don't forget to like the page. You can hear this in any prior show as a podcast on my website, straight, straighttalksandarish.com, on the podcast app of your iPhone, and on iTunes under Straight Talk with Sandarish. And you can drop Melissa, myself, a comment or question anytime at info at helpforanxietydepression.com. If you're a professional and you're looking for keynote speakers or training on anxiety, depression, emotional regulation, or living a purposeful life, remember that we're your source for evidence-based practice and education my name is sandra Reish and i promise i'll help you learn to live your best life again next thursday same time same channel in the meanwhile this is straight talk with sandra Rich. keep your eyes on the stars
0: Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reisch. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life.